0: Hey Charmers, hey charmers, hey there, hey there, hey there. Welcome to the tribe, welcome to the family. The numbers here on Miss Charm School Podcast have increased and are continuously growing across the world yes that's right and that is due to you spreading the word listening to the podcast taking out your pen and paper doing the work taking the notes having conversations with your girlfriends your sister friends your mom your auntie your girls your guys the guys that listen to this podcast as well just thank you and I just want to take a time out before we get into this week's episode to say thank you thank you thank you. Thank you for every subscribe. Thank you for every like. Thank you for following and connecting with me. Thank you for every share. And thank you for showing up. It's because of you that the tribe is growing. And I'm so honored and so grateful to be used in your relationships and personal self journey of life work. Be sure to join me for the conversation I am having offline at Sunday Travels, just about everywhere. There you can connect with me, connect with the tribe. There I often pose the audience members' questions, and you never know, your answers may end up right here on Miss Charm School Podcast. Without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Hey, Charmers. Hey, Charmers. Welcome into another episode of Ms. Charm School Podcast. I'm so honored that you are here, that you're showing up. It's been amazing seeing the tribe numbers grow. It's been incredible watching uh, you know, listeners and viewers from Trinidad and Barbados and the UK and all across the 50 states of the United States of America and Central America and South America and throughout the Caribbean. It's just been awesome, awesome, awesome. So Thank you for every subscribe, every like, every share. I genuinely appreciate it. This week's episode, we have a very special guest. We have with us author Debrina Jackson-Gandy, and I'm going to introduce her here before we get into the juicy conversation that she and I had. Debrina Jackson-Gandy is a transformational speaker, national best-selling author of Sacred Pampering Principles. All the Joy You Can Stand is another one of her national bestsellers, and she's also author of the incredible transformational book, The Love Lies. She is a love relationships mentor. She is founder of The Love Academy and her platform for teaching others how to transform their love lives. She's been featured in magazines such as Oprah's O Magazine, Essence, Ebony, and Woman's Day. She and her husband live in Seattle, Washington, and they have three amazing, beautiful, incredible daughters. And we are going to get into a delicious conversation with her. This is going to be a conversation you do not want to miss. Buckle up, get your pen and paper, make sure you have your hydration, your water ready. You know how I do it. Come on in, kick off your shoes and relax your feet because this one is going to be an amazing conversation. This is a woman that I study with, that I study under. She's a mentor to me. So much of what has been shared here on Miss Charm School Podcast is because of the transformational life work that I've studied under her throughout the years, along with other mentors that I have. And so this is rare air, if you will, a highly sacred space. So bring the best version of yourself into this space, Allow yourself to be open, 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 wherever you find resistance or uh, combativeness is the word that's coming to me or areas where you want to resist something that she's sharing or something that I'm sharing. I encourage you to lean in to take a couple deep breaths, pause, take some deep breaths and come on back because what's at stake here is our the future of Black families, the family unit in general, and kingdom marriages, which is something that God ordained that if if you wouldn't be here, if you weren't interested in having a juicy marriage, a juicy relationship, and a fulfilling love relationship life. So buckle up. This is going to be a great conversation. I'm so excited that you guys are here. And without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this conversation with the Ms. Debrina Jackson-Gandy. Hey, Charmers, welcome in, welcome in. You guys already know the drill. I'm Sunday Eli, your host of Miss Charm School podcast. And today I want to get right into the juice, right into the meat of the conversation. I have the wonderful, the beautiful, the amazing national best selling author of Dabrina Jackson-Gandy here with me. I currently actually am a student of hers in her P4P course, which is preparation for partnership. This is someone who I've read all three books, love her work, love studying with her and have been on a journey uh, before working with you in a course. I think I first came into your work via The Love Lies back in maybe 2014 or 2015. So. This has been, this is a sacred part of my own personal journey. And I'm so excited today to share this amazing mentor and resource with my incredible tribe and audience here. So Dabrina, that was a long introduction, but welcome, 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 welcome. That
1: was good. That was beautiful. But I think it was that in Oakland at a live love Academy event that we first crossed paths. Absolutely. Yes.
0: Yes, I love the Bay Area. Shout out to everybody listening from the Bay. (laughs) Yes. So we want to get right into the conversation. Um, Love relationships today in today's world. Um, People are tired. (laughs) People are frustrated. People are exhausted. And uh, here on Miss Charm School podcast, we have both male and female listeners. I always say every week, I don't know why the guys continue to show up, but they continue to let me know that they are there and listening. So just know you have you have male ears that are listening as well. And then there are members of our tribe that are single, currently dating, single, dating and frustrated, single and ready to throw in the towel. And then we also have married women who listen to the podcast as well. Um, so we're really excited for today's conversation. Lots of different ways we could take this, but if we could just start, I guess with referencing the work that I came into, which is the love lies, an amazing, phenomenal book. And in, yes. And in preparation for our talk today, I was led to chapter 11, which is titled you can't change a man, which is the love lie. And the love truth is that you absolutely can. And so some of the work of that chapter really has to do with examining what you are activating in the men in your life. And I've even extended this beyond just love relationships. It is true for your work relationships if you have coworkers that are male. And there's so many other juicy nuggets. You just have to go get the love lies because Darina talks about manies and so many things that you really, for those of you who your ears are tingling right now should go ahead and take a copy of that book. Um, so that you can get into the juicy nuggets of everything. But I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about that, activating a man. And specifically, you mentioned how to close the gap because what you're activating usually is, I'll put in Sunday's words, a little bit of a mirror of an area in your life that is maybe calling forth for your growth and for you to close that gap within yourself. So, if without further ado, if you had more insight on that, I would love to dive in and start there.
1: Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. I'm just so tickled and so tickled <laughs> to be joining you Sunday. Um, I just think you are an exquisite woman. And I'm just honored to have you in preparation for partnership and to be on your podcast. I do not take it lightly. Um, You started your kind of your framing this question saying so many of us are are tired, frustrated and exhausted. And I want to back up to that for a minute before I come to love lie. You can't change a man because the context is so important here. Why are we so tired? Why are we so frustrated? Why are we so exhausted? Why is there so much insanity, madness, confusion and chaos reigning supreme? And it's because the the paradigm, the model that we have been taught and shown and told and that it, it constant and gets constantly reinforced in the Western American culture, is inherently a flawed, faulty model. So that's the first thing we need to understand. Otherwise, we will start getting very upset men with women and women with men, as has been the case. We now have what I call a civil war and we'll fling poison and frustration back and forth saying you're the reason for it and point the fingers and the smoking gun at each other. That's what's happening. So we got to back up a step and say, hold up. Have we been drinking from a poisonous well? Yes, we have. And when we look to our right and we look to our left, everyone else is drinking from the same well. So the complaints, the patterns, the dynamics, the frustrations all sound similar. So what I want to do is have folks recognize you must stop drinking from the poisonous well and come to the well where there is fresh, pure, alkaline spring water. It's called the love truths. So the love lies is the frame we're in now. That's why we experience the fruit we're experiencing. It's inherently built for those outcomes. When you look at America stacked up against the the, the 196 other countries, 195 other countries in the world, we have the worst. Not one of the worst, the very worst, the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the barrel when it comes to success in marriage and satisfaction in love relationships. So without anyone needing to be a rocket scientist, we can conclude that whatever we are doing is not working when you have the worst outcomes up against 195 other countries. So that's the first thing I want the the charmers to understand is you've got to come out of the poisonous, infected, faulty paradigm, or you will keep getting the fruit the infected paradigm keeps giving you. That's the first thing, okay? So now then we look at the love lies that we have been been bombarded with that are part of the old paradigm. Let's call it the love lies paradigm. The one 99.999% of us are in, even in this moment. So what we have been told, and I remember watching a talk show, it was led by a male uh, um, psychologist, And he looks in the camera and he says, you can't change a man. Now, he also had a primarily female audience and the camera panned the audience and all the heads, because it was mainly women, were shaking yes. And what I'm here to tell you is that we have been ineffective and have failed greatly trying to change a man the way we've been approaching it. But to then jump to the lie that you can't change a man is absolutely false and untrue. The way we've been going about it, epic fail. The way most women have been going about it, epic fail. So absolutely you can change a man. And we even in our own lives change our behavior all the time. We might have been someone who grew up very sedentary, didn't exercise. And then we have a light bulb come on. And now we become a person who works out every day. That's change. We change all the time. We change our diet. We might have a certain path. We walk at the park. We walk a different way. We change our route to work. I mean, we change all the time. But that myth is part of the love lies. And most women in the love relationship space, go, mm-hmm, you can't change a man. Absolutely false. So that's the first thing. How we been going about it has not been working. Fact. So in um, that love light, I also talk about something that we usually do not have conversation about in the love relationship space. We talk about behavior way too much and the behaviors arising out of the infected model. So you see how twisted it all is and just keeps cycling and recycling. So the... One of the concepts I talk, talk about is activation. And love relationships, and especially covenant marriage, the PhD of all human relationships, is so much more, more about energy than we give credence and talk time to. So if you try to understand love relationships, and especially covenant marriage, just based upon behaviors and actions and what we say or do or don't say and do, you will be. Confused and confounded and frustrated as hell, along with everybody else. So they are a spiritual love, is a spiritual force and a spiritual phenomenon, first and foremost. So you can't talk about love relationships and not talk about energy. And so most of us don't know much about energy. We think it's woo-woo. No, it isn't. It is essential, it is critical. It's just as real as this water bottle. And so When I talk about what you activate in a man, what what responses come back to you when men are in your space? And if there's a pattern in that response, especially in the love relationship space, and it's undesirable, it's something to note. So I use the example in the book of a piano, which is really a string instrument. When you lift up the hood, there are strings in a piano. We just see the keys, excuse me. So if you have a tuning fork and it's an F sharp and you hold it over the strings, the string that resonates with that will actually start to vibrate because there's a transference. But the same thing applies to us as humans and in the love relationship space, we see strings that are vibrating in response to us and we make the string wrong, meaning the man. Instead of like, hold up. So we're not even aware of the interrelationship of energy in the relationship space. We see relationship space. We see the effect of it all the time. And then we make the man wrong because women are highly magnetic. We're highly activational by design in the love relationship space. But if no one's ever taught you to, to attend to that, to pay attention to that, that's a real thing. Then you'll start seeing responses, and if you don't like them, it's all about making the man wrong. And then you'll start to categor, you'll start to um, conclude if you see the pattern happen multiple times. Men are just, and then you're going to put a label on there that closes your heart down to men a little bit. So that's the phenomenon there. So this piece about closing the gap comes back to this notion of the what I want in a man list. Every woman tends to have one. I have led um, over 50 love academies and I always ask women, so write down what, some of the things on what you want your man list, what you want in a man list. A lot of times there's features on the list and not qualities. I so said we're not shopping for a man like a commodity at Best Buy. Please remove the features, heights a feature How he looks is a feature. Level of education is a feature. Those are features. Give me qualities. Things you can cultivate and develop as a person within yourself. Give me qualities. That messes some women up. Like what qualities? Quality because they haven't been required to even think about qualities, and their lists are a combination of features and stuff they read and stuff they heard from friends, and hardly any qualities and nothing original. So if what keeps showing up in your space. And the qualities that keep being activated in men when they're in your space, if they're not what you say you desire and say you want, then there may be a gap between where you actually are in your own development and holding the vibration of that quality for real in you, like the tuning fork, where you actually are and where you think you are.
0: Okay, let's if I if I may pause right there, because I want to insert an example because I can I know the audience. I know your brain, your wills are turning right there. There's so much juice in that alone to digest, and I just want to insert an example. So this particular example, I looked at my own life. I did the exercise in the book again, going to plug Love Lies. Um, because there's examples and exercises in the book to help walk you through the experience. You charmers, if you this is not your first time listening, if it's not your first time listening, you already know you have your journal, your pen, your paper, you already know we do the work here, okay? So in this particular chapter, I sat and I did the exercises And um, this is work that I keep going back to again. This is something that I repeat, you know, it's not something just to do once and then write off. It's something that even myself, I go back to and redo. So this is another stage of me redoing these exercises and re-examining myself. So just putting a pin real quick, what I realized with myself is sometimes I have, a. it's not really a 50-50, but let's just say for simplicity, a 50-50 experience where let's say I have there's times in my life where men are super committed, and then there's times in my life where I may be dating and people are not sure, they don't know what they want to do, etc. And I re-looked at this section and I looked at myself and I looked at the ways I don't show up for me or the ways that I'm not committed to myself because I most definitely have pointed the finger that, oh my God, no, it's you, you just lack commitment, you, you know, and I'm not even the type to verbally probably say that to a guy, I just move on. That's sort of my style. But when I really sat with this example charmers and I really looked and started to examine myself, I started to look at, okay, well, when I was maybe dating this person, I wasn't really showing up for me in that same way I was looking for that person to show up for me in terms of like an exclusive commitment or being sold out for Sunday. And I started to look at different times in my life where I had been a little bit lackadaisical with myself, indecisive with myself, unsure about what was next for me or um, you know, just not being 100% committed to me and i started to see exactly what you're saying about that energy thread and that being a real energy and so i really want to encourage those of you who are in your marriage right now listening and and those of you who are also single and maybe not even aspiring marriage just dating or those that are just women in general to reflect on your experiences that you've had with men. I know that many of you are frustrated. I know I polled the audience. I got your questions. A lot of you are frustrated. And um, just, just that small example that I can provide of myself, not showing up for myself, when I've been indecisive about my dreams, my goals, where I wanna go in life, versus the times in life where I have been very sure, nope, this is what I'm doing, This, you know, just um, have a certainty towards myself. And I started to see that energy correlation when I was certain with myself, people showed up that were certain about me. When I was uncertain, less certain with myself, people showed up who were uncertain about me, in and out about me. And so I just wanna echo that and encourage you who are listening to take the time to really sit with that and think about that.
1: Yeah, but see, here's, here's. so you said, uh, when I was certain, Which emits a certain energy signal from Sunday versus when I was uncertain. That emits a certain energy signal from Sunday, right? The thoughts you're thinking, those have energy. Thoughts are not dead, thoughts are active and activational. So you have certain thoughts when you're uncertain. You're feeling a certain way in your body when you feel. So that emits a real signal that men. If you are a woman, let's talk about woman, you emitting that signal. And it's like a lighthouse calling out to ships passing by. Certainty, certainty, alignment, in love with myself, not looking for you to bring the love so I can feel complete, not feeling I have needs you have to fulfill. I am so in joy with myself. And if you want to add to that, come to this shore and here come the ships that recognize that signal. But we haven't understood the connection. We're like, why are uncertain ships showing up? I'm a boss chick. Well, hold up. <laughs> if there's a pattern, then the signal you think you're emitting is not as aligned as you think. And they are responding to where you really are, not where you want to be or think you are. So that is so powerful. When you understand energy, it's real. Then you start to get demy- you, It demystifies. A lot of the things that have been going on in our interactions that frustrate us, we don't understand, men confuse us, women confuse men. When you start to understand energy and you start to get your IQ up around that, which is this really critical, essential part of everything we visually see with our eyeballs in life, stuff starts to, the fog starts to blow away. And... It's it's amazing. So that was such a good example because a signal of uncertainty is a, is going to attract certain ships. A signal of certainty and the kind of energy that certainty emits, um, it's a different signal. And men respond not just to what we say and our actions, but our energy as well.
0: I think that's so. And they're so, hard-
1: so highly attuned to it. it. Yeah.
0: Yes, that's so phenomenal. And again, plug the book because there's I keep saying it not out of just like a routine or anything like that, but just honestly there's so much we literally do not have time to go over at you know the breath of enlightenment that the love lies will bring into your life so I again want to encourage you to pick up your copy but um seriously yes I, I that's so real and that kind of segues a little bit into some of the questions that I polled the audience members um I know for one one young lady that listens is completely frustrated and thrown just ready to throw in the towel um, had an experience with someone and felt that that person um, recently broke up with someone and felt that that person sh- changed their behavior switched up um, there's so much in our current culture that if he wanted to he would and because he's not therefore he's not interested or he, you know he's it's not, it's i try i hear it a lot but it's to me a lot of the smoke and i try to get to the root of a thing um but those are some of the conversations that people have oh if he wanted to he would he would show up he's not his behavior switched i literally had a friend say that a guy she was talking to he was looking for an out and i gave it to him so if we think about and there was no like physical abuse or anything like that you know this was like three months of getting to know someone and maybe the mask of the fairy tale is coming off a little bit and people are relaxing. And um, yeah, and and some reality is setting in there. But I just wanted to bring that full circle with the energy frequency that you're emitting and putting out there. Um, and again, just encouraging women to think more about that.
1: Well, you know, I knew that when, when as i mentioned at the very beginning of this podcast um how in this country in america in the united states we have the worst the worst the worst outcomes in love in the love relationship space the worst in terms of non-marriage relationships huge high levels of dissatisfaction and frustration And in covenant marriage, that's another conversation. Why does Debrina keep putting covenant in front of the word marriage? That's a very specific understanding of marriage. And that's a different conversation. It's not a contract. It's a covenant. And so in covenant marriage, 51% divorce rate, the highest globally. So I said, but we have to look at what leads up to, for example, marriage or what goes on in love relationships. And it's this thing we call dating. So that also has to be under scrutiny. That also is part of the poisonous paradigm. So that's why in the love lies, I don't just talk about the love relationship itself or the marriage itself, but hold up before planes in the air, it has to, it has to taxi up the runway, gain speed, and then take off. So if 50% of the flights are falling out of the sky and crashing, you don't only look at what happened in the sky, you got to look at the whole tarmac experience before the plane lifted off. What happened at the gate when it was supposed to be getting maintenance? So we got to back it all the way up and look at this whole effed up, jacked up, poisonous, twisted, faulty, flawed model, which includes how we've been doing dating. So I introduce... Since I'm about new paradigms, I can't take um, uh, some of the love lies that are focused on when you're in a love relationship or in marriage and not also look at the runway process before the lift off of the plane as a metaphor. So I call it Debrina's modern courtship to contrast it to dating and how we've been doing it because that process has also been highly dissatisfying for Men and women. So I really encourage folks to get the book so they can start to understand there's another way to engage. And one of the things when I would ask them, and so why do we date? What's the purpose of dating? And the answer I get every time is to get to know him, for us to get to know each other. That's bullshit. Pardon the French. Because when you look at how dating, as we've been doing it, has been happening, it's been a judge-assess and reject process. It has not been a getting to know them process. We would ask totally different questions. We'd show up with a different disposition. Instead of judging when we see something new about the person, oh, I don't like that. It would just be data. We would come with fascination and wonder. So it isn't about the fantasy wearing off. It's about more and more parts of that person's humanness you get to see. And over time, that should be happening. There should be more and more aspects of a person you become acquainted with. There should be more out of their disclosing and sharing that you're aware of now that you didn't when they didn't open their mouth to share that about their history, their background, what shaped their thoughts, their dreams, whatever, whatever. So it's not that the, the fantasy gets tarnished. It's that even the come from is twisted because if we're really trying to get to know someone, are we or are we not? And if you are, then you're not judging, assessing, and scorecarding what they're presenting to you, which is what we tend to do. Oh, mark that box. Mm-mm. Thumbs down. Uh, thumbs up. We're not even present to the person because we're so busy seeing if they fit our features-rich, faulty list. It's just—it's just a complete cycle of insanity. So, even the way we start to engage has to shift. And I lay out. I lay it out. I don't leave it up for people's interpretation. I make it so very clear. You start with a day date. You start with 60 minutes. You start where nobody's outlaying more than about 25 bucks. Money is energy. You are staying in places and engaging in ways that you are not in each other's homes because as soon as you go to someone's home, you're going to be screwing by the end of the night. And now you have bodies joining. You got oxytocin. Hormones jacking up your thinking process, you're feeling connected because you literally have a hormone that has you feel bonded. I mean, so back out of that whole way we've been doing dating, it's messing us up and it ain't working by and large for men or women. So follow Sabrina's courtship process, it produces amazing outcomes. It's so much more honoring, it's so much more mutually respectful, and it keeps you from putting the penis in the pussy way too soon because it's happening by the third date by the third date my research shows if not sooner and if we can learn how to really get to know the other and keep those two body parts from joining grow our maturity grow our discipline grow our self-control really kick into the brina's modern sharpen Courtship and follow the process. It's a much more honoring process that moves with gradations. We have no gradations in our current dating model and have not for decades. So it's really Sunday, an overhaul of so much that we've come to accept of just as just the way it is. This is how you do it. No, this is a faulty model by design, and it's time to stop drinking from the poisonous well. There's another way. There's another way, and it's a win-win. There's another way, and it's not this Western American model that we keep getting bombarded with and have been since about age three in a very deliberate way. So that's what I want to encourage those who are frustrated with the dating scene as we've been doing it, come out of the model that's failing us and that's causing frustration. It's not working for brothers either or men either. Trust me, I have a men-only love relationship seminar. and And um, the men are truthful with me because they know I'm not going to beat them up, argue with them or villainize them. So they are very forthcoming about how they really feel that they have not had the space to share in audiences with women because we can get defensive and be argumentative and don't really hear them. So everything's up for an overhaul, but you got to come out of the poisonous space and come into the sane honoring new paradigm that is available and I am here to be one of your guides into it and you too yes
0: absolutely I want to make sure uh, hopefully we'll have time to squeeze in one question but I want to make sure to mention the upcoming September 9th and uh, go ahead and share with us this juicy opportunity that's available to lovely women that are listening, married and single, I believe, but you will clarify. So yes, let yeah. us know.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, I have a, two things. One is you've mentioned um, the Love Lies a couple times. It's my third national book. Thank you so much. but folks can go to the mil- to dot net and actually pre-order one of the brand new paperbacks that is rolling off the press next month. The book has only been in hardback. So this is like a whole new form for it to be available. So they can have free shipping, get that pre-order in. So just so they know where to get the book, they cannot get it on Amazon yet. They can only get it on my website at the moment, get it pre-ordered. But yes, in response to the massive breakdowns that have been occurring between especially Black men and Black women, which is my sweet spot and my passion group, um, highest passion group. Um, my team said to Raina, we cannot wait till February of 2024 when you have your next Love Relationships event, Love Academy 101. We need something now. It is horrible at me, Street. Urgent. And so, uh, urgent, <laughs> sound the alarm. So Saturday, September 9th, uh, is a virtual event called "Restoring Black Love," and the conversation is especially for sisters. So that means this is a sacred conversation because there are some things that need to be discussed in love inside of a space with just us. And so, um, not only will I do, will I be doing some teaching from this new paradigm, but also letting us know how much power we have in the matter as women to create a shift. Yes. And so often because of our levels of frustration, we're like, well, what about the guys? Don't they have to do this? It's not about, it's on your shoulders. It's about you're so powerful that we have the ability to create a shift, but we often don't know how to direct that power. We don't know what that looks like. We don't know what that means. We're in the old paradigm, pissed off and angry and unhealed. And so that's what's happening on September 9th, a very powerful and sacred conversation um, called Restoring Black Love, Two Hours of Power. Um, And I will be sharing for my new paradigm and some other powerful insights that are not in the book, not in Love Academy. Um, And I know you'll be sharing the link um, with sisters so they can register. And if folks wanna do a watch party, uh, that is something a lot of women are weighing in and saying, I want to invite some friends over and put it on my smart TV. And um, we are certainly encouraging that and would love to have watch parties going on all, all over the country. So thank you, thank you. Um, September 9th, they can click the link, get the full details. Uh, ordinarily, if I do a two-hour virtual event, it's $179 and I'm making this available for only 29 I never do that. But it's about, we want to have yes 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 29 29, that's that's it it. two nine that's it single divorced married does it matter your relationship status um you are welcome to come and there will be high value and powerful insights for you that i promise you you have not heard anywhere else as it relates to love relationships and covenant marriage so thank you for letting me mention that absolutely so go
0: ahead and get your watch party ladies and get your mimosas do a little brunch or something you know how we like to do it <laughs> you know how we like to do it yes i want to thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today we did not get to our questions but that just means we have to have you back that's what that means. oh
1: that's so good are <laughs> so important i'm glad to come back
0: yes that would be amazing so we can answer uh i got several questions from young men and uh from some young ladies as well so would love to know your feedback but until then i just want to thank you so much for coming to miss charm school podcast and audience members let me know at sunday travels on social media how did you like this conversation do you want to bring it to come back i already know you do but give me your feedback about this episode and make sure to share it with someone so we can continue to
1: spread the word